Hello and welcome to Spiritual Shit, your guide to the down and dirty of modern spirituality. This podcast is a place for people wanting to discover more about spirituality, where we can get weird about ghosts, mediumship, aliens, psychics, religion, new age, awakening, ascension, starseeds, channeling, holistic health, philosophy, and even dating. Some shows will be just me rambling about my mystical experiences and discoveries, while other shows will have guests to open up new perspectives and views. I hope you'll join me on this journey as we discuss and open up what spirituality in today's modern world really looks like. Remember to like and subscribe to never miss an episode and hit me up at thelovelyleah.com or at thelovelyleah on Instagram so we can connect. Become a Patreon supporter to get access to behind the scenes of our guests, freebies, early access to new episodes, discounts on merch, and more. Have you ever asked yourself, what is a good life? This is a question I've been asking myself a lot lately. We often get caught up in trying to manifest the perfect life. But are we clear on what that actually is? I bring you my new class, The Good Life Project, how to love the life you have while manifesting the life that you want. This class is the perfect bridge between mindset and manifestation, teaching you how to access deep clarity of what makes a good life for you and anchoring you in a clear framework that makes it easy for you to see what you'd like to manifest for the future. This class covers what is manifestation and dispelling many common myths about it, how to determine your maxims for a good life, how to figure out where you're starting from so you know where to go, how to deepen the clarity of the picture you have for your life, how to identify limiting beliefs and how to overcome them, how to use your growth to get better results and the integration process, how to notice more magic in your life so you start attracting more in it, and identifying the real role manifestation plays in your life and the purpose it serves. I jam-packed this course in a very direct and concise format so you can get real value that could change your mindset and transform your life in under three hours of content. Most people are looking for someone to give them clarity and guidance, and I'm trying to help you find that within yourself. By learning my method, you'll be able to adjust your perspective to what really matters in your life and get laser-focused on what you'd like to manifest long-term. You can find out more information at thelovelyalia.com or you can go straight to spiritualshitschool.com and check out the many courses we offer. Hello and welcome to another episode of Spiritual Shit. I'm your host, Alia Lovely. And I'm really stoked about today's topic because I'm about to get extra real with y'all. Not that I don't every week anyway, but <laughs> in a way that is is super important if you're someone who um, gets readings from psychics, mediums, healers, the like. I'm, I want to help people understand the purpose of getting a reading, why it's an important process to our healing, but why you don't need it, but how you can use it. Because we don't need psychics. Um, we don't need healers per se. Um, we have the innate ability to be able to do that ourselves to a degree, but they are wonderful and exceptional tools that we have at our fingertips to be able to use if we know how to use them properly. And so I know I'm going to get some guff about that. There's going to be some, we don't need, you know, eh, okay. I, I believe personally, it is my belief that you have a meter inside of you that garners intuition, connection, and healing from inside. And what we 
do when we get a reading from someone often is we are looking for someone to confirm something we already know. Like how many times have you got a reading where you're like, yeah, I knew that. Oh, they just confirmed something, affirmed something, validated something that you already knew. But it has a bit of a ripple effect to have a stranger tell you the same thing that you've been feeling or that you've been knowing. And in that, it gives you some guidance, some connection to the information you already had. Now, at some point, you will start to learn that like, this is coming from inside of me. I can figure this stuff out myself. And every once in a while, I can get a nod from someone who might be connected in that way, just to confirm it if I'm looking for additional clarity and guidance. But the problem is, is that, and the reason I think our industry gets so much stigma is because people lean on it too hard. It it becomes a need. And for those who are most vulnerable, they end up, you know, spending their life savings or taking really bad advice from someone without checking in with themselves. It is incredibly important that you hold your own critical thinking skills and your own intuition. They work together. So your 3D and your 5D and whatever other D that you're thinking about is is really important that you integrate the two so that way you can come up with the best summation of what resonates with you personally. Now, before I get on all this, I want to do a disclaimer. I don't think that most people who are promoting themselves as psychics, mediums, healers, whatever, are in the business of trying to scam you. I don't think that's the case. I think that there are a lot of well-meaning people out there who either haven't had enough training or are perfectly astute in what they're doing, but you might've been too desperate for the answer, or maybe you're super, super skeptical going in. I know that on readings, when people come in with an extra skeptical, like prove me right kind of energy, the reading always goes really bad because the reader is feeding off of the energy of the city, the person who's sitting basically. So I think that that's just an important point to make. There are people out there though, who are selling snake oil (laughs) and trying to get your dollars, especially those who are approaching you and soliciting you for readings on Instagram. Now, those of you who followed me for a little bit know that you've been getting followed by these scam accounts over and over and over. And they're like grand rising, my beloved and you know, whatever. And they're asking for your Zodiac sign and the gamut. And several people have come back to me and said, Oh my God, I thought it was you. And I gave them money, but something was off. And like, and then I figured out that I got scammed. And so, um, I'm going to talk about that today. So I might hit a couple of nerves. I'm sorry. Um, because I want to help you understand that there is a connection that you have intuitively to be able to decipher whether or not something is well-meaning or ill-meaning or is not going to resonate with you or someone's trying to come after your money or someone's really trying to do a good job by you, you know, like you have an internal meter to be able to decide that, but you need to trust it first. So it is often in my opinion that those who have a connection to their intuition and are pretty neutral about a message coming up tend to have the best readings from intuitives or psychics or whatever who are sitting with them because they're not super attached to the message and they're really open to what it is and they're able to decipher what resonates with them and what doesn't. Now, first I want to get into why do we look to psychics? Why do we look to astrology? Why do we look to 
Myers-Briggs psychology and so on. Like, why is it so popular for us to be able to um, turn to someone and gather guidance? It is my belief that for a lot of us, we want to be seen and understood. And we turn to things like astrology or other psychics or mediums or even psychology tests or the stupid little tests that you used to get in Cosmo. Those of you who used to read Cosmo. Um, <laughs> we, we turn to those things because we're looking for affirming context that tells us who we are. And so with the Zodiac, for instance, it's like, oh, you know, I'm a cancer and that means that I'm this, 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 and this, and you're a Libra and that means you're this, 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 and that. And that helps me understand you better, but it also helps me feel seen. It's like, oh, I'm emotional because I'm really intuitive and I'm really empathic. And that makes me feel good to know that in some way or another, I have an understanding of myself. It's a deeper look into myself. And so when I sit with a medium, psychic, intuitive, who or whoever, I'm looking for that person to understand me. And what makes that different than therapy is that I'm not telling you who I am. You're telling me who you're intuiting that I am. And in some way, it's a little bit more gratifying. It could be an even more addictive process because it's like there's not that middle room of me having to explain my whole childhood or reliving all my trauma or whatever. Someone can just tell me what's going on. Now, it's an interesting dynamic because everyone wants to be understood. And I think, let me also say that I think therapy and mental health services are amazing and necessary to use alongside healers and psychics and intuitives. I think they work really well together. And I do not think that intuitive psychics and healers replace mental health services. And something I was talking to my husband about my husband, um, about psychic services in general. And, uh, he said something that I thought was really interesting. He said, back in the day, it used to be poor people's mental health. And I thought about that, you know, like it was kind of like a blunt way to say that, but for those who could not afford other services that were more expensive and today, even like healthcare is wildly expensive, and so if we're looking for a type of therapy where we can feel understood, we can release trauma, we can connect, often psychic services are cheaper than mental health services because it doesn't require certification of any kind. Anyone can step to the gate and say, I'm a psychic, I'm an intuitive, I can connect. And they may have services that are incredible, but they don't have the credibility with a licensed professional. So people would often turn and people still often turn to psychic services and so on because it can give them the type of healing that therapy can give them, you know, depending on the person, obviously, and depending on the circumstances, depending on what they're going through. They're like, it's very, very nuanced. So don't take that and say like, oh, look, Alia said, you don't need a therapist. You can go to a healer. I think that though, that's, that's how we're able to kind of bridge the gap at times, especially when we don't have access and so then you go back further to indigenous communities and ancient wisdom and Eastern medicine and so on. And there were things that were in place before modern medicine and mental health and wellness that were helping people then. So there's got to be kind of a little bit to both, right? A little bit to both. But e either way, people are looking to be seen and understood. They want to feel seen and understood. And when you step to a person and you're looking for that understanding you know, 
sometimes if we spent enough money, we want to find our worth out of it. So we're looking for someone to tell us the things that we want to hear. And we're not often going to get that. So if you're someone who is considering, you know, getting a reading, something like that, it's important that you understand that the, the best way to go into a reading is to go into a space of neutrality, to come into the reading with neutrality. I may be wanting to hear about this or this, that area of my life, but I'm neutral on the perspective or the outcome of it because I want to just see essentially what spirit brings to the table. You want, you know, and so a good reader will understand that and know that they're not there to give you necessarily what you want, but maybe more of what you need. And so if you find that you have a really kind of people pleaser type of reader, that may be something to look out for. Now I'm going to go into, you know, some areas where I feel like people get scammed often and it comes from, we are often looking for clarity that we can't find within ourselves and we want something someone to validate that. And so if we're too desperate for that answer, we will look to anybody. We will look, you know, look at anything as a sign or um, maybe this is the guidance or whatever. And it's important that we we take uh, take a second to barometer how we're feeling in the moment when we decide we want to book a reading. Like, first of all, if someone's soliciting you for a reading, just don't, don't book it because it means that it wasn't on your time when you decided that you needed that reading. Rather, for some of us who are in the spiritual communities, we tend to look at things like signs and coincidences, and we will want to believe the thing that seems the most rare or novel. And I know that that's going to hurt some feelings because like we tend to look for that. I don't know why, humans do that, but it's just kind of a part of our makeup. Maybe in in a way we're looking for the magic. So when we see someone approach us and, and we're feeling a certain way and we're vulnerable in that moment, we think, oh, this must be it. This is the sign. This is something going to, it's going to give me what it is that I need. And while that does happen, I'm not saying it doesn't happen, but while that does happen, if you find that someone's soliciting you online for those types of readings, it's a numbers game for them. They'll approach anyone and everyone and It'll seem special to you, but it's not. Okay. So first check whether or not you reached out to someone else and then they reached back out to you or whatever, that it was on your time when you decided that you needed to hear from someone, that you were ready to feel seen and understood and that you were looking kind of for that bridge. Okay. So if you are in a place where you are suffering um, in, in grave mental illness or really struggling with depression and so on, a reading can give you some answers, but it may not be able to fix the, the space that you're in emotionally, you know, trauma wise, chemically, it can't replace that of a mental wellness professional. So if you know that that's something that you're dealing with, yes, you can get a reading for a little bit of relief with someone that you trust someone that you know that's going to talk to you straight, but recognize that readers often aren't trauma-informed. And so while they're bringing these things up and they're, they're talking to these things, this is why I think a mental health professional, a mental wellness professional works well in tandem with readings for those of us who are spiritual and want to find more holistic ways of healing. Okay. Because then you have a trained professional who works with that. So anyway, I feel like I'm beating a dead horse, but that's important to note for your health and your healing moving forward. 
Now, to me, like I said before, it's really easy if you're in a desperate spot to get scammed. It's really easy to, and then when I say scammed, either following up with someone who is literally just there to get your money or another way that we get internally scammed, not from the the psychic or the intuitive or the reader, but we, we fool ourselves. We lean into something because we're looking for an answer so badly and we're looking for someone else to tell us and lead us and guide us. And we completely obliterate our own internal meter. That's another way that you get scammed, but you get scammed by yourself. Okay. That's something to look out for. If you're considering a reading, like you need to as much have the connection to your intuition and at least what you think about things that you're not hanging on someone's every word for the outcome of your life. It is super important that that is something that you hold special for yourself. Okay. All right. So in my readings, I never offer future predictions. And it's in my belief that while some people have that gift, we live in a free will world and the future can change on a dime. Uh, So if you are sitting with someone who is promising that they can read your future, I don't know when psychic became synonymous with fortune teller, but or future teller even, even, but if someone is telling you like very precise dates, like, oh, in in January of this time, this thing's going to happen or whatever. Use your intuition and your critical thinking there not to lean on that expectation. And I'll tell you why. I think that there are energetic trajectories and energetic trajectories are important because where we're at at this point in time can branch into, you know, a myriad of other possibilities. So when we come in, to, um, you know, think of it like a branch on a tree. We come through the trunk, we go up and then we go through a branch and then we branch off to another branch and so on. And in that we are making the choices. Like you ever watch those or you ever read those books that are like, choose your own ending, choose your adventure kind of thing. That's how our life is. So when we sit with a reader that is telling us that you're going to meet the husband of your dreams in October, blah, blah, blah. And you have that expectation in your mind when October rolls around, you're going to be looking hard. And if you're in a desperate situation, you will try to force and make something work that could be really toxic and terrible for you and not actually what is meant to be because you were leaning on that person's understanding of reading your life. Now, it doesn't mean that they scammed you. It doesn't mean that they were necessarily wrong. It may mean that there is further, there's further digging and discussion and understanding that needs to unpack that because us as readers are also not perfect. We're also human. So we may not get things exactly right, but this is why I don't do future predictions with that kind of specificity because you just never know. You really never know. And if someone was skeptical and they stepped in and they really are looking for love in their life and you told them it's going to be in October and then they were like, I'm super skeptical. I don't think that's going to happen. And then someone walks into their life in October and they want to prove the psychic or whoever wrong, they're going to miss out on something that came into their life because they have a certain expectation around uh, what they've been told. So I try to stay out of that personally, but it's going to, it's going to be a safer bet for you. If you're looking for clarity and guidance, you need to have that flexibility of time. There are some people who are gifted and can do future predictions. I am not one of those people. I look more at energetic trajectory and 
for the current, for instance, like if, at the speed you're going right now, for instance, if you said, I really want to manifest, you know, this body and blah, blah, blah. So, okay, what are your habits? What are you doing right now? And I wouldn't ask that in a reading, but if you're looking to reflect and you've decided that for the rest of the year, you're going to eat Twinkies and bonbons and just watch Netflix, you know, you're probably not going to get that thing, right? Because based on the energetic trajectory of what you're doing right now, your future looks a lot differently than what the thing that you asked for. Okay. So that's like a stupid example, but that gives you an idea of like what I mean by trajectory based off of where you are energetically right now, the reading will tell us what we can look for, um, ways that we can reflect what are areas that may be blocking us from moving forward, but not necessarily telling you what you're moving forward into. Now that's my personal philosophy. It may not be anybody else's personal philosophy, but if you're listening to the show, maybe you resonate with that. I don't know, but that's how I do reading. So I think it's important to be cognizant, conscious, self-aware when someone is giving you specific dates. So don't lean on that if you can help it, because it's going to give you a lot more flexibility and openness out of the reading that you get, you just got next. Do not lean on someone that talks to their guides or spirit or whatever to tell you to come back by a certain time. That is a built-in way to get repeat business. (laughs) My guides told me that you need to come back in six weeks. Okay. You know, like, no, they didn't. (laughs) And maybe they did, but I, I personally think that that's something to watch out for, to be very leery about, because if you see someone and they say that you need to come back by a certain time to that particular person, and they're not open to you receiving guidance from other people or other connections or other things, then mm, if it may have an ulterior motive baked in there. Okay. So I know that I do long-term coaching with people. So it's like, okay, we can sit down and say, we're going to work together for six months, five months, you know, two weeks, whatever. And that's different because we made an agreement at the beginning. This is how we'll work together. But when someone's in a position of getting a reading and they're in a, a space where they're needing help, they're looking for guidance, looking for clarity. And someone while they're sitting there in that vulnerable position is like, okay, and then you need to come back. Let's book another session for three weeks out just to, you know, take care of this and that and whatever just be, be a little bit skeptical there because it's possible that you could receive healing from someone else. It's possible that you could, um, end up healing the thing before those three weeks come along. I don't think guides are up there being like, you need to book these services by a certain time. That's just not, I don't think that's how guides work. So I could be wrong. Feel free to rebuttal me, but I'm just saying those of you who are in a vulnerable spot, be weary of that. Just, just use your intuition on like, if you feel like that's the right move for you to go. Okay. Next, do not lean on anyone that prompts you about a curse or leads with fear. The largest scams are run by those who lead with fear. So, oh my God, I got this vision of you and you were going to be in this card crash. I saw that there was a curse on you. Let me remove this curse from you. It's going to be $7,000. No. Okay. I don't even need to expand on that one. Just if you know that someone is leading with fear and then asking you for money, it's a scam. Okay. And you're going to scam yourself by following up with that and leaning into that because you were in a vulnerable spot and you didn't listen to your own intuition. Now, I know that this is going to be kind of difficult for some people to listen to because it's hard. Like those of us who are in this space, we want answers and we want clarity and we want to know that spirit is talking to us, but we're also intuitive beings naturally. And we're also very connected. So with all the stigma that's in this industry, 
I think it's, it's because we find that we have some of the most vulnerable people who have tried everything and then they get to a space where they connect with something finally and they're seeking those answers. So you don't want to sit with someone who's taking advantage of that position that you're in. For me, if I notice that someone is leaning too much on what I'm saying, I kind of, I kind of nip it in the bud, like a little bit. <laughs> um, I try to talk to them about that specific thing because someone is looking for a guru or someone to tell them what to think or whatever. For me personally, that is a red flag as a client that I'm taking on because I don't want that accountability. <laughs> I don't have the capacity to hold someone's life in my hands. And I don't want that. I do not want that. I would love to assist. I would love to collaborate. I would love to guide side by side, but I am in no business of trying to like lead your fucking life. <laughs> okay. And there are people out there who that's their mode of business. They want you to lean on them. They want you to rely on them that they have, they have the answers that are going to change your life. But you are like, you need to continue to need them. And to me, that's a dangerous spot to be in if you're in a vulnerable position, if you're in a place where you really need healing. And in that moment, you don't need a psychic. You need connection to yourself. Listen, I'm not saying that people can't offer that. Healers can't offer that. That's not what I'm saying. What I am saying is that you need to be hyper aware before you go into that situation that you can still trust yourself, bar none, okay? There is so much stigma in this industry for that reason is that people in this space, when they get to that, they don't trust themselves. And it's so important that we trust ourselves first, first, before anyone else before anything else. Okay. The next thing I want you to be wary of, or just conscious of is if a reader asks you for a lot of information up front, a lot of information up front, they want to know your birthday, your sign, and that's actually kind of standard, but they want to know about, you know, what happened in your childhood, what you're here for. They let you talk for a long time beforehand. Um, in my readings, I kind of don't let anyone talk at the beginning because I don't want what they've said to taint what comes through in the cards. And, and it's not like a conscious bias that I'm doing that or I'll do that. Um, it's just that it happens naturally in humans that if I'm hearing what you're saying and I'm empathizing with what you're saying, then the reading is going to be colored by that. So I try really hard not to let them say very much beforehand. So that way the reading is in its purest form. And then we can interpret afterwards, you know, what is that? So that way everything came through in its purest form without having any coloration from what has been said, anything that's been let out. And that way it's like, you know, I know I've sat with some readers where it's like, they want to ask you a whole bunch of questions. And I'm like, well, of course the reading is going to resonate because you just took all the information that I said and then wrapped it in whatever card that was, you know? And so, you know, I, I've seen loads of readers. So I have enough experience to know when someone is leaning off of what I said, which to me is not a reading. That's just you regurgitating back to me what I said in some form or another. And it's like, that doesn't, that doesn't show me shit, you know? <laughs> So I have enough experience doing that. So let me save you the trouble. Okay. So if you can go to a reader, what I've been doing, it's not in my practice to be cold when I come to a reading, like, I'm not going to say anything. I want you to prove to me, not that energy, but just 
to be able to be open without telling your entire life story. Okay. So, so what I do personally is like, okay, like if there's a focus that you want to focus on, we'll, we'll, you know, you say love or, you know, connection, clarity, whatever the thing is. And then we go straight into it, you know, and that way you are able to make up your mind, whether or not this resonates with you without me trying to wiggle it into a form that makes it a successful reading to you. You understand? So anyway, I'm, I'm sure most people are super well-meaning and they're open to that, but I think that the and this is obviously my personal belief, but I think that if you're looking for connection to guidance in an intuitive way, in a psychic way, and you're trying to prevent yourself from being in a place where you're one, wasting your money, or two, being in a place where you just didn't feel like you you got what you wanted out of that particular thing, these are a couple of tips that is that have helped me have successful readings not to read other people, but when I go see other people, I look for those things. I look for someone who's grounded and someone who's connected to information in a way that they're not making me do all the heavy lifting, if you will, but also being very open and not future oriented and hyper specific. So that way I can have a deep reflection in that, on our time together. That's literally what a reading is. It is a deep reflection of where you're at and it feeds our need of wanting to be understood and seen. So if you sit with someone who like reads cards you've never met with them before or you've met with them before and they sit down and go, "Okay, this is what I see happening in your life." It it offers you the opportunity to reflect on those very things. Now, some of you who are maybe not as self-aware or haven't dug into those areas of your life or maybe covering those areas of your life, they may open up something for you. And that gives you deeper clarity, something that you may have been ignoring or something that you haven't uh, connected to with. It's a reflection process. It's why when I do, I do the read on Patreon and our uh, Conscious Community Mystery School. And it's like you could do a reading for a whole group of people and everyone will find something in it for themselves. Everyone will find something that hits with them specifically in themselves because it's a reflection process. I'm reading the energy. Yeah. But you, at the end of the day, have the intuitive connection to yourself and what's happening in your own life to be able to go, this resonates with me. I'm reflecting on this and this gives me an opportunity to go, this is something that I'm I'm wanting to change in my life or something that I appreciate in my life. Or it's, it's giving you a mechanism to connect to information that helps you understand yourself. Because what are we looking for? We're looking to be understood, we're looking to be seen. You know, it's like how church works. You get up there, you flip open to a verse and you preach on a message about what's going on in people's life and how you need to live or whatever. And people super resonate with that. It's a reading. It's literally a reading. So I used to do that when I was a Christian, I'd flip through the Bible and then just choose a verse and like, look at that verse and be like, oh, wow, I can't believe how spot on Jesus is. And, and Jesus might've been hella spot on because it was a reflection of what's happening in my own life. So there are many readers, many psychics, many intuitives who are gifted at being able to help you reflect in your own life what it is that you need to understand. That is where clarity comes from. That is where the guidance comes from. We're merely guides helping you have a deeper understanding of where you're at so that way you can move forward intuitively, critically, logically, and go, this is something I need to work on. This is something I need to look at. This is how I can move forward and progress in my life in a beautiful way. To me, those are the best readers that I've ever had in my life. 
when they've given me tools, like skill sets, things that I can use myself so that way I don't have to keep coming back to them. They've given me the gift of insight, but insight that I can understand to move forward better on my own. If you have any readers that are trying to get you to leech on them forever, it's not it. I'm telling you, it's not it. Okay. So it's important for you to read your own emotional state before you decide to book a reading. It is, you know, sometimes people book it for novelty and they're just like, oh, this could be fun. Mm, it's my birthday. I'm going to do a little reading. Let me see. And it's fun. Yeah. At times. <laughs> I don't know if my, sometimes my readings are fun. Sometimes my readings are so like the cards come for you, you know, dragging you through and <laughs> telling you to look at areas in your life that you didn't, and you thought it was going to be a cute birthday gift. But check your reasoning for why you're looking for guidance in the first place. It is important that you at least self-vet, you know, why am I looking for this reading? What do I expect to get out of it? And I think that will help you from getting self-scammed, if you will, you know, like overriding yourself. And then second, if you're looking for guidance, that you go with someone that you feel like you can trust. Now, I'm not doing an ad for myself here, but those of you who listen to me know you're going to, I'm going to tell you straight, you know that you resonate with this podcast and the people that I have on and the questions that I ask. So I'm going to be real with you. Okay. My books are open right now (laughs) and we do have a coupon for uh, January and it's January 15. You can get 15% off any reading and you go to the lovelyalia.com. So I look forward to seeing some of you, but the whole reason I wanted to do this podcast was because all of these scammers keep popping up, right? With the vengeance. And I keep getting these messages in my DMs from people who are like, oh my God, I got this reading and I thought it was you and blah, blah, blah. And I'm really sorry if that happened to you. And it, But this is the new scam. This is, it's no secret now, like a lot of you know, but if you're new to the podcast, you might not know. And I'm just telling you now, the the process of getting a reading is an intimate one. And it should be. So if you're being solicited, like, that takes the intimacy out of it. Sometimes people think it builds the intimacy in it. It's like, oh, how did you know I needed guidance at this time? Everybody fucking needs guidance. Everybody. So it's not something special. (laughs) Um, So keep yourself from getting scammed by checking your reasoning for why you're booking the reading in the first place. You could be booking it for fun. And that to me is like often the best reason to book one because it's like, it's a neutral position. But if you're in a, in a deep, dire state where you're going to lean on every single word that person says, it may not be the best time. Allow yourself to have a little bit of distance with whatever situation you're dealing with first to then step in and ask for someone else's guidance. If you haven't asked yourself first, don't go see anybody else, okay? Ask yourself first what it is that you think, like journal, sit down and write it, write it down. Like if you're going through something heavy, like check in with yourself first. I'm not telling you that you shouldn't see an intuitive psychic or healer uh, or the like when you're in a bad position. That's often when people see them the most. But just make sure that you're not desperate, that you're not willing to throw money at someone to tell you what to do. Readers, healers, psychics, intuitives are meant to be a guide not to be your guru, not to be your God. They are meant to just help assist you in the process of this life. They are not meant to 
control you. They are not meant to give you all the answers. They are not meant to tell you the timeline of your life. They are meant to be merely a guide to help you reflect and understand yourself better. But if you're unwilling to do that on your own, if you're unwilling to vet yourself, if you're unwilling to check in with your body, your own energy, to journal, to process, it may not be the time for you to see a reader or a psychic or somebody, okay? That's how I'm, I'm putting this out there to protect you. So take some time to lean into that, to say, all right, is my motivation for seeking guidance and clarity or is my motivation out of desperation looking for someone to tell me what to do? That is the best way, If you, if the, the latter is the best way to get yourself scammed. And the scam will be coming from not necessarily the person who is taking your money, but yourself for not trusting your own intuition. So I don't know how this one's going to land, <laughs> but I just wanted to be so honest because I've been reading people for five years now professionally. And as someone who's really intuitive, as someone who has, you know, had medium stuff come through and I feel very connected to information, it, it saddens me to see people who give over their own energetic autonomy to other readers and they don't put faith in themselves first. They are more willing to put faith in someone else before they put faith in themselves. And I just, I'm not here for that, you know, like I want you to have full faith in yourself. I want to teach you how to read yourself. I want to want to teach you the questions to ask yourself so you can move through the world confidently and get the guidance that you're looking for from within. It's not to say that you can't benefit from guidance from the outside, but if you haven't started to check in with yourself first, you will be vulnerable to anyone and everyone willing to tell you their side of your life. And that is not the business I'm in. So I'm just trying to like help clean out some of that stigma <laughs> so that way we can keep it real and we can help each other collaborate and co-create something better for our lives. So that's all I got for today. My books are open. So if you do want a reading, make sure that you go through all of those steps first before you sit down and book. Um, but I do have a discount this month. I, I do really enjoy the process of reading. I want to teach, I think I'm going to come out with a course soon to teach people how to read cards themselves because cards are in ancient practice, if you will, like, you know, people would read rocks. And then when we had paper, you made cards and things like that. They use that to help themselves reflect. And there's almost like this mathematical quality about it. Um, I was talking to my partner about that because there are so many different combinations that you can come up with in the cards. And it still surprises me to this day how certain cards will still pop up in the reading. I always use like five different decks or so, like four to five different decks to communicate a message because I'm looking for confirmation from other styles of readings to make a more holistic message. And it, it still never, never fails that it surprises me how connected and how strong that message comes through no matter what deck I'm using. It's really, really cool. I really, really enjoy it. So anyway, hope to see you in a reading sometime soon. I've got January and February open. Would love to see you, but if not, make sure that if you are going to see a reader that you use it as a guide 
a co-creator and in seeking guidance for the next stages of your life, you do not use it as someone to tell you what your future is or what to do. Okay. All right. I love y'all so much. It's good to be with you. I hope you're enjoying the new year and the energy of the transformation that is here. I can feel it already. Uh, I hope you have an incredible day. I'll see you in the next one. hope you enjoyed this episode. Please share it with someone you love. And if you're interested in becoming a client for energy coaching or card readings, find me at thelovelyalia.com to read more about what I do and to book your own session. And don't forget to add me on the lovely Leah on Instagram for daily content and inspiration and hang out with me on Patreon. As always, thank you for listening. Mm-hmm.